Hey friends, and welcome to the show. Have you ever found yourself saying one of these phrases? I feel like a chicken with my head cut off. Or I feel like my hair is on fire. Or I feel like a hot mess express all of the time. (laughs) Me too. I can definitely relate to those phrases because I have probably said those phrases sometime, multiple times throughout my motherhood, throughout my adult life. And it wasn't until I stepped back and realized that I was my own worst enemy. There were some habits that I was doing that was killing my productivity. A couple of days ago, I was on Instagram and I saw a reel of a lady standing in this messy bedroom. I think it was her kid's bedroom. And the the text on the reel, on the video said, remove anything from your home that is getting in the way of you having a tidy home. And so she opened up her trash bag and she stepped inside. <laughs> I was like, yes, that's me too. I am my own worst enemy. And yes, of course, if I remove the little people, it would stay a little bit tidier, but I get in my own way sometimes. So on today's episode, I am sharing with you three habits that you are probably doing in your home that are killing your productivity. All right, let's dive in. And welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. All right, friends, are you ready to get off the crazy train? I know you are. I hear it from so many of you. I hear it from my clients. I hear it from my friends in person. I hear it from my friends on social media. Yes, we are all ready to get off the crazy train. And like I said earlier, we can be our own worst enemy. And we are doing these habits in our home that are killing our productivity. And so if we can learn to have some self-control, yes, it's going to be hard. It's going to take a lot of self-control. It's going to take a lot of effort to retrain ourselves from the way we've been doing life, the way we've been reacting to now making the switch, really thinking about it, having mindfulness instead of just reacting to our environment all the time. All right. So the first habit that you are doing that you probably don't even realize you are doing is that you're stopping what you're doing in the moment to do something for someone else. How many of y'all have little children that are always calling for you? They're saying, mama, mama. (laughs) When mine were little, and even with my 10-year-old who still hasn't learned not to say mama all the time, yes, it's endearing, and yes, I should be so thankful that they say my name. Lord, I'm I'm thankful for my children. Okay, I am thankful. <laughs> but you know how it is. You're thankful, but you just it it gets on your nerves when they say mama, mama, mama all the time. Okay. 
We all know that we're thankful, but they're calling for us and they're calling for us to do all of these random things because they haven't, they don't feel confident doing it for themselves or they, we've always like done it for them their entire life. And so they don't feel like they can do anything for themselves. And so they probably have a bad habit of calling on us for every little thing because we have trained them that we're going to respond. We're in the middle of washing dishes or cooking or, you know, how many of y'all have burned something because you got distracted, you left the the task that you were working on and you went and helped somebody with something else and then you forgot what you were even doing and you burned the casserole or the chicken or something on the stove. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. <laughs> This has happened a time or two. Oh my goodness. So what I want to bring to your attention is that it is okay to, I don't want to say tune people out or like ignore people, but it's okay to pause. It's okay instead of like leaving what you're doing right then and there, it's okay to be human. It's okay for you to focus because you would want that for someone else. You want your people to be able to focus It's not right for you to just like call on them and then like come running immediately. That's not being human. That's not respecting your people. So you want to have that same kind of respect. So we have to teach people in our home how to treat us. And we do that by pausing, by, you know, they can come right beside us if they need us. Now, if they're on the toilet, I get it. If you have little ones that you're still wiping high knees for, I get it. Okay, that's kind of an emergency or like a bloody, you know, knee or a gash or anything. Okay, yes. But for 99% of the time, we are responding for the littlest of things. And we're not teaching our kids independence. We're not teaching our kids how to problem solve. We are just always doing it for them. And I think by pausing and by allowing them to come to us, stand beside us, put in their request, us talk to them while we're still doing the tasks that we're working on. I'm envisioning me standing at the dishes, at the sink and washing dishes because that's always where I am. I'm always in the kitchen for some reason. And or I'm in the garden and I'm like, no, this is my time. What we need to do is just pause, just wait. If they really need us, Let them come to you while you're still doing your task. Put in the request and give them options. And I say give them three options. They can A, you tell them when you're going to be finished with the task, when you're going to be done all the way, and they can wait for you. B, they can go ask somebody else who is not busy for help. Or C, if they don't want to wait, they can go figure it out for themselves. Okay, you're going to be able to teach your kids so much patience, so much problem solving skills by doing this. Remember, you are a person. You are allowed to focus. You are allowed to say, not right now. I am doing something. You don't have to use the word busy, but you can say, I am finishing dishes and I don't want to get distracted. I want to stay focused and I want to do this all the way. You are teaching your kids how to not get distracted, to finish a task all the way and to stay focused. All right, I want to give you permission to let your kids figure it out for themselves sometimes. Stay focused because it is it takes so much time. Once you have left the task that you're working on, it takes so much energy and time for you to get back into the mental like train of thought for that task. And you may never get back there. And so it is important for you to pause, have self-control, 
tell them I am working on something. I can help you in 10 minutes and they can go from there. All right. The second habit that you are doing in your house is multitasking. Okay. Multitasking is not even possible. I have tried it for years. Yes, I am a professional multitasker, a failing multitasker. (laughs) It's not possible because you get distracted, you lose your focus, and you don't do things well or all the way. And so I really want to train you, not train you, but teach you and bring to your attention that it is it's killing your productivity by you thinking you can do so much at one time. So what I do to help me stay focused on a certain amount of tasks and so I don't jump around is I on a sticky note, I will write just three, no more than three tasks that I want to do in the next like block, which is like a morning block or an afternoon block or an evening block. I am just going to focus on those three tasks and work on them right on down the line. I'm not going to work on anything else except for those three tasks. Something else that helps me to stay focused if focus is an issue for you. I actually used to think that I had ADHD, but probably, probably all moms think that they have ADHD because if you have even one child or multiple children, you are like, you're, you're getting called or your brain is all over the place. So you probably think now some women and older, uh, you know, adults, they really do have ADHD and they, you know, need to learn some coping skills for that. And I teach on that a little bit on the podcast. However, this has really helped me. This one little thing has helped me when I tend to have like squirrel brain is that I will count while I am doing a task. So if I'm folding clothes I will like just start counting and I'll try to do it like pretty fast. And the counting and like the auditory reminder of what I'm, what I'm doing in that moment keeps me from going anywhere else. Keeps my mind from wandering. I am just counting. So if you have a wandering mind, start counting out loud. One, two, three. And while you're making your bed, while you're doing the dishes, if you want to start over after you get to like a hundred every time, that's fine. But that is really that one little, little skill or little, little tip has helped me a lot to stay focused and to get tasks done, um, all the way. All right. Number three habit that you are doing in your home that's killing your productivity is you are cleaning multiple room rooms at one time. And I am actually going to replace the word cleaning with the word resetting. Okay. So I like to use the word cleaning when it has anything to do with wiping up dirt or wiping up smudges or using a rag and using a spray bottle or using a mop or using a broom. Okay. Those are all like cleaning tasks. I'm going to use the word resetting. Resetting is when you are looking at a room, you are restraining, straightening it, and you are returning things back to where they belong. Basically you're resetting the room back to its baseline. And I talk about resetting a lot on the podcast. I also have a free checklist. If you are new to the podcast or if you haven't downloaded it yet, it is a checklist that will take you through your home. It actually takes you how I flow through my home. And I give you a blank one that you can fill in for filling out the flow in your home, how you flow in the evening for your evening reset. So anyway, you can see it. Go go grab it from habitsandhome.com. It's a free checklist. 
you will love it. So speaking of the flow in your home, I really like to emphasize setting up your routines and your systems in an assembly line manner in your home. Now, I have an episode on this that I will link in the show notes. Basically, what the, the idea is, instead of like bouncing around from room to room, you are confining yourself in one space, doing all the tasks in that one space before moving on to the next space. So like an assembly line, you start in one spot, you go to the next spot, you do the task that's required in that spot. And so really map out, and I actually think I have a a blog post that I'll link in the show notes as well that has a graphic where you can kind of like see a visual representation of your home, how you flow from different rooms. And so I really want to to encourage you to maybe even map that out on a piece of paper for yourself. Like what does your morning look like? And so for me, morning starts bathroom, then I go or bedroom. I do everything, all the tasks in my bedroom. Then I go to my bathroom and then I go through the living room. If there's anything you typically, my living room is reset because we reset it the night before. And then I go into my kitchen. Well, my flow in the evening is the opposite of that. It's a reverse. So I reset my kitchen, reset the living room, reset the bathroom, reset my bedroom. Okay. So learn what your flow is and create your reset system for that flow. So back to the habit of cleaning multiple rooms or resetting multiple rooms at one time, really discipline yourself to stay in one room. And if you find that there are items in that room that need to go to different rooms, create piles by the threshold of that that room where the door is of where where those items go throughout the house. So think about this, like when you go to Walmart, and you are standing at the service desk, the customer service desk, behind there, they have different tubs for the different departments all around Walmart. And they will fill up the different tubs. And so then all they have to do is take that tub to that department, and it makes it so much easier to return things. So this will help you to stay focused and to really be productive And to get things done more efficiently and more timely so that you're not wasting time, wasting your your precious alone time, your your hobby time, whatever you enjoy doing. You will be so much more efficient and productive in your home. All right, so let's go back over those three habits that I really want you to think about. Just let them marinate. This is what I tell my clients after every session that we do. I say, okay. We, we, we covered a lot today, a lot of good stuff. Okay, first of all, what is the one thing that you feel great about that you're taking away? What, what was your biggest win in our coaching call today? And they will tell me. And then before we get off, because I know how their brains are going to think, they're going to like jump into life. And I really coach them to take a moment and let everything that they just learned from me, things that we worked through through with them specific for their home, I say, let it marinate. Take five minutes, sit there, think about the things that we talked about, let it marinate. So as you're wrapping up this episode with me, take this as like your own coaching call. I want you to let this information marinate. How does this affect you? How can you apply this? Don't just listen to something and walk away and your life never be different. 
Don't just move on to the next bit of information. And I also want to encourage you, if you are listening to another podcast similar to this one, I want you to choose. I want you to choose either the other podcast or this one, because when we take in too much information, and y'all, this is like a whole nother podcast topic altogether. When we take in too much information related around this one idea of what we want to change in our life, we will find ourselves constantly spinning in circles and never really getting anywhere. Okay. I want you to narrow your focus. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you're, if you don't choose me to listen to. I want what's best for you. This is my passion to change your life, to change women's lives. Because I know how my life has been changed by these strategies, by these tips, by these habits that I've put in place in my own life, in my own motherhood. Okay? So I want you to streamline your focus. I want you to listen to what I'm saying. I want you to let it marinate. Okay? And I want you to take one thing just one tiny new habit that you want to work on. And I want you to focus on it until you've got it. It doesn't matter how long it takes. If it takes a week, great. If it takes three three months, great. There's no like timeline. Just focus until it's really, really good. Like right now, my focus habit is walking 10,000 steps every day. And I am disciplining myself to do that 10,000 steps every single day. And I am reaping the rewards of that discipline. All right, I have. I need to get off my soapbox now. <laughs> All right, those three habits that are that you're doing in your home that are killing your productivity are you keep stopping what you're doing to help someone do something that they need help with. You keep multitasking. You're doing too many things at one time. You need to narrow it down to one thing. You're allowed to be human. If you need a weed out, if you need to weed out your life and take things off your plate, so that you can focus on one thing at a time, do it, friend. Nobody is going to live your life for you. You have to do it for yourself. And if you need help doing that, I would love to coach you through that and to help you get off the crazy train in your life. All right. And number three, cleaning multiple. Remember, we're replacing it. Resetting multiple rooms at one time. We are going to focus on that one room at a time and do it completely before moving on. All right, friends, don't forget, if you haven't downloaded my daily reset checklist, go to habitsandhome.com and download that. It will give you lots of ideas of how you can set up your home at night in assembly line so that you can reset it and have a great tomorrow. Also, if you are someone who wants to get off the crazy train, but you don't want to do it by yourself anymore, you've tried, you've binged all of my episodes, You have been on Pinterest looking for organizing ideas, decluttering ideas. Y'all, it's not just about decluttering your space. Yes, I, I help people declutter, but more than anything, I want there to be life change. I want it to, I want it, you to have these habits for the long haul. And I don't think that you can get that just by these little snippets that you're getting everywhere. All these little bits and pieces of information. It took me a long time. I want to compress that time for you. And I want to come alongside of you and help you dissect the areas that are causing you chaos and help you create the home and the habits that you need to live an amazing life. The one that you want to live. All right. So if you're interested in coaching with me, 
let's get on a free 15 minute consultation call and chat about your specific needs. You can email me, lisa at habitsandhome.com to set up that consultation. All right, friends, I will see you right here next time on the Habits and Home Show.